I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Mm -hmm. <laughs> one size fits oh. all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. Episode 110 of Throw the Flag. Is this a milestone? Pretty big. Like if it, we were doing it like the Super Bowl and we use Roman numerals, it uh -huh. would be CX. Ooh, nice. Mm -hmm. And yeah. this is a sexy show. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Is that like a wrestling thing? Degenerate into something fool. I just got tired of doing what you told me to do. That's right, boy. Yeah. That's like really Hey kids, I really I really enjoyed Alright, this has gotta stop. This has gotta stop. Stop it. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. See generation X! They are being uh, inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame as a group, including China, who's had bad beef with the WWE mm -hmm. ever she's since. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they've been beefing even after she's dead, man. Even Road Dog Jesse James? He's in. Even B.A. Billy Gunn? He's in. Even Triple H? He's in. Mm -hmm. Even... Shawn Michaels mm -hmm. is in. Oh, well, yeah. He's they didn't really mention Rick Rude, kid. though. Was Rick Rude in DX? Like Not every, it is everybody but a Rick hot Rude. Minute. He's it's everyone except Didn't Mankind him. join DX for like a They had a lot of like third party like and he was like corporate on. mankind and they even he, had Kane. Wait, we talking hangers? We talking hangers? <laughs> Big hangers? We had uh there was even Kane Natural Kane hangers. one time because he had the voice box and oh, yeah. Xbox like Suck you don't need it. that voice box anymore, man. You could say it with your real voice and he goes, Suck it. <laughs> So CX is what we're doing today. Episode 110 mm -hmm. of Throw the Flag. Hey, it's, I, speaking of suck, today we're writing the Pac-10. Oh my god. Uh, I gotta tell you, this is our biggest test as hosts of... This one is not juicy, man. It, there's, there's not a lot of... Zero ripeness, mm -hmm. zero juice. Uh, the, the, the best, <laughs> the best thing about this is going to be Hankins' uh, Rate Me theme. So yeah. Hankins... Hit the theme. Rate me. Rate me, my friend. Rate me. Rate me again. Am I six or four? Ah. 
getting a cool statue. Oh, we renaming the stadium. Oh, I don't want to be a one. Do you think we'll ever be me tooed over that theme? No, or it that, rates that, me. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I meant the previous uh, copyright holder. Oh, Courtney uh, Love, oh, she oh, is oh, a notoriously oh, litigious uh, mm-hmm, person. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But other than that, she's totally cool, right? Everybody likes her. <laughs> God. I'll tell you right now, the cover of that one album is framed in my living room because it does something to me. There's a pretty good... Uh, it does something In the YouTube to channel Watch Mojo, there's pretty good uh, top ten songs written about Courtney Love. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, all ten of them, zero uh, out of those ten are positive. Oh, they're all kind of sad, right? Uh, no, they're just all angry. Oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. What's she mad about? No, about Courtney Love. Oh. Yeah. Oh, not by. You no, said no, about. No. I did say about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With the with the songs written about her and the litany of stars that she was with, I gotta say, that loving must be pretty good. Yeah, I think uh, Nine Inch Nails is uh, like two of them. So. And apparently she uh, completely ripped off somebody's style in some dumb band that she got kicked out of. So, but hey, you get you get to the finish line first, you get to rewrite history, am I right? That's true. Or just write history. Whoever got it to TV first. And speaking of people who don't make the finish line, the Pac-12 uh, is full of a bunch of jabronis, I want to say. Yeah, there is just not a whole lot of star power. Let me let me see. Uh, I'm just looking at the teams and not having the coaches' names in front of me. I could name you one, two, three, four, five, six... Okay, I can name you seven or eight coaches That's at the Pac-12. That's but, pretty good. But like, still, uh, I, I bet there would be one or two that that I would be like, oh yeah, forgot about that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is rating the coaches. There are, I believe, I believe if we played a game of is this a Pac-12 coach or an Alabama offensive lineman, <laughs> we would probably go like three for five. I would definitely get Jonathan Smith wrong. <laughs> Trick question. Mike Leach, both. Mm. Um, Rating the coaches, this is our fourth conference that we're rating. Yes. Our penultimate episode of... Pretty much. Rating the coaches. And what is rating the coaches? I'm so glad you asked that, Free. Uh, Rating the coaches is our favorite off-season segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That we... uh, In which we rate the coaches of the Power 5 conferences. And how are said coaches rated? Well, they're rating in ascending order. Okay. From 0 to 6. It used to be 1 to 5. Start me with the 1 to 5. Well, the 1 to 5... And the 1 is being the the worst you can The 1 is the worst. Mm -hmm. Hence, ascending. Uh, Number 1 is... You're fired. Back up the moving trucks. Okay. Yes. Um, Number 2 is... They're fired. Mm -hmm. Fire the coordinators. Mm Mm-hmm. Number three is, you're still hired, we're going to stay the course. So things are getting better. Number four is, you're desired, we're going to extend the contract. Ooh, that's pretty good. And number five, you're you're admired, we're going to build a statue for you. So that's the best you could get under the old system. Under the old system. One through five. But, uh, you know, the old system only lasted one season. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is our third season of rating the coaches, and uh, last year we added a zero and a six. Ooh. 
I'm to a, extend the scale. To extend the scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, number zero is your window has expired because we have thrown a brick through it. The Bill wow. Curry Memorial brick through the window. <laughs> so you are disliked so much. We're, we're firing you and we are threatening your well-being. And or mm-hmm. give us every penny we paid you. I think that's fair in some circumstances. Give us reparations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number six is we will rename the stadium. Even better you. than having a statue. <laughs> getting that legacy out when there. you retire okay. now you know as we saw with the uh with gary patterson you can go from a six to a three you can because once you have that six you got that six yeah so. you can only kind of go backwards we're not going to rename a second stadium after you am i right <sighs> well you can, i guess you can <laughs> i guess you could yeah maybe the field house we could rename the field yeah, house, field house yeah. maybe a, a hall of sorts maybe a, a bench quad. of sorts like matt matt hankins field at matt hankins stadium Got a pretty good ring to Ooh, it. That's pretty dope, mm-hmm. I gotta say. Well, without further ado, is that is that enough explanation for you? I think that's pretty good. Do you have you any, any follow ups for that? Uh, you know, I just like to have the explanation because sometimes we we have people that might be tuning in for the first time. Sure. Um, yeah. Absolutely. So. Mm-hmm. No, I I appreciate it. You mm-hmm. know, you're you're always keeping them honest. I I, I mean, I binge these episodes like true. I'll yeah. sit down and listen to 109 like back to back. Whoa. So I I know what Whoa. the rules are for rating the coaches, but someone else might. Well, Joe Schmo probably doesn't. It's the Mega TTF binge challenge. Brought to you by Momo. Man. Oh, man, that Momo challenge. Don't look that up. What is the Momo challenge? I woke up three times last night with nightmares. No. It's like a hoax challenge that, like, parents are getting worried about. Is it the Sandra Bullock thing where you tie the. No, that's the bird box challenge. Okay. Okay. Momo challenges, there's. That's the blind challenge. It's not the Tide Pod challenge. That's when you go adopt a big black. The Tide Pod challenge is. Uh, the Momo challenge. It's not it, the ice bucket challenge. No, it's okay. not. It's not. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll just pause. Until sure, you're, sure. You're done with it's all the your ice challenges. Cube genie challenge. Ice cube genie challenge. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Do not buy the ice cube maker genie. <laughs> the Momo challenge is a uh, like uh, people are putting like ra- uh, random uh, pictures or a, a picture randomly in like Fortnite videos and stuff. Uh, that says, you've been visited by Momo. And Momo is a very startling, unsettling uh, Like a gremlin face, or something? Okay. Basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, giant. She looks kind of like. Giant what, eyes, uh, giant what, smile, what long Alan black hair. And, uh, and uh, the lady from Beetlejuice looked like when they tried to be yeah. scary that time. And they yeah, yeah. so it's like a out. Rick Astley sort of. You and, got Rick rolled and you have to. Uh, and you have it's to. a chain you, letter sort of thing. Uh, you basically have to murder yourself. Otherwise, uh, Momo's going to come and kill your entire family. Oh, that's how you get out of it is to yeah. kill yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yes. So, uh, who knows if, I mean, people are actually doing, uh, people are actually putting those in, in videos that popular videos, dumb, dumb sure. kids watch and yeah. stuff like that. Um, so it's, it's, uh, it's not real, but man, that face, don't look it up. I yeah. gotta look it up. No documented cases of it happening. What's that? Hank, it's... But the news, the, I got an email from my child. Did you really? About oh, Momo. That's not that yes, scary. That's fucking scary, dude. Up. Get it's that like off. Coraline or something. Get that off your computer, man. <laughs> hmm. If Momo sends me a damn text, I'm gonna tell her to send him news. <laughs> I oh mean, yeah, there's a whole thing with like text and stuff. It's another Slenderman type whoa. thing. This guy's got like a Moo Moo Momo. It's like a vulture or something. So that's the original. Uh, that's where Momo came from. Okay, it was that head on like a bird body. Yeah, it's like a Japanese sculpture. Because anyway, yeah. well, that'll be like when you lose a World War shit. Goes that'll be like Halloween place. outfits and stuff 
come October, I bet. Sure. You know. Speaking of Japan, the Pacific 12 has 12 coaches. That's true. Which is a nice departure from the Big 10 and the Big 12, who do not have 10 or 12 yeah, teams in them. Yeah, I respect the number. Like You got to respect the number. Don't hide the baby from me. What? Throw the baby out with the bathwater? What don't, am I trying to say? Don't put a number in your conference name. Sure. If you know realignment's going to come, or just change it. Yeah. And that's what the Pac-12 did. They went from the Pac-10 to the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Creel, you've been doing such a good sure. job of leading us through these coaches. So why don't you you do it again? All right. So we'll start with the new kid on the block. The sole new kid on the block. Mm-hmm. So there's only Jordan one Knight. newbie in the Pac-12. His name is Mel Tucker, who I thought for a second was the voice of Bugs Bunny, but that's Mel Blank. Mm-hmm. Who is... And Tucker and Blank are basically. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. But Mel, there aren't too many Mel's. Do you know any Mel's? Uh, Mel Blank, he was the voice of Bugs Bunny. Sure, and, yeah. exactly. So this is like, I guess, his younger brother or something like that. Mel Gibson. Who is Mel Blunt? Mel Blunt's a thing, too. I think that's the name of a strip club. But I be hitting on the weekend. Mel ah. Blunt. <coughs> Mel, uh, who's the producers? One of the Spice Girls is named Mel B. Mm-hmm. And Mel, there's another Mel. There's two Mel's, right? In the Spice Girls? Yes. Oh, Mel Blunt sporty, was a Sporty and Scary Spice are both Mel's. Oh, like that's why one is Mel B. Mm-hmm. I know that one. And who is the director of the producers and Blazing Saddles and oh, Spaceballs? Mel Brooks. Mel, Mel Brooks. Brooks. So, you know. Okay. Got All a lot right. of Mel's It's coming here. back. It's yeah. coming back. So, my bad on that. Well, Mel Tucker is taking over the University of Colorado, and he comes from the University of Georgia, and this is his first ever head coaching gig. He's going to make $2.4 million. He's 47 years old. So I think that's just a three for me. Sure. Three. Three across the board. Colorado was good a couple years ago. They were not last year. See what he can do. It's Colorado. You know. I you mean, can smoke that weed, though. Get those recruits. That that's that's what I would have on the, the advertisements. Be like, sure. come here, make some green, smoke some green. So you're going to pay the players and get them really high. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess 12-0 and 0 for Colorado then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, sure. It's, okay. <laughs> It's a three, but it's a six for uh, being the surprise black man. 100% of the time, surprised to find out Mel Tucker is African-American. Well, that's news to me because I thought all the males were white except for the Spice Girls one. So, yeah, it's still a three for me. Can we change his name to Scary Scary Spice? I don't see why not. Coach Spice. Coach Spice. Because that's what they call weed. You know, you can get that spice, that synthetic weed, man. It's true. Uh, so threes across the board. Last year, for whoever used to be the coach, we gave them all twos. So the writing was on the wall. Yeah, for sure. He had he'd had a, he'd broken through a little bit a bit of success. He had a ten win season, but then the wheels fell off the wagon. So he's gone now. I think he's at Ole Miss now. I th- I think he's like some sort of coordinator. Yeah, I think Miss. he was the defensive coordinator. Yeah. So he's gone. Mel Tucker's in, and we wish him all the best. So that well, well, us... let's not go too far. Okay. 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 I'm gonna walk it back. Uh, so that leaves us with the 11 old and cold Pac-12 coaches. Decidedly unripe. Um, so we'll start at the top. When we will go A to Z. Start with an A at Arizona. Kevin someone entering year two. He makes a paltry $2 million, which seemed weird to me, but I double-checked it. So this is something that we should actually say up top, because you mentioned it a couple days ago. Just putting this, and thank you very much for putting this information together, mm-hmm. as always. Mm-hmm. Um Seeing the kind of money that that was made in the previous three conferences and the money that we're going to see that gets made in the SEC, yeah, it is nuts to see half the conference make two and a half or less. It's crazy. 
Um, the overall average for Pac-12 coaches is around $3 million, but there are some that are well below that mark. Yeah. One of them is Kevin Sumlin, who I believe does not deserve a penny of what he's making. Wow. He uh, he came in, he, he got the Texas A&M gig, and first year, blew it out of the water, Johnny Menzel, Heisman Trophy, sure. and then did a whole lot of nothing. And he got canned, and now he's at Arizona, and he's doing a whole lot of nothing again. A 5-7 and seven record in year number one. Offense wasn't that great. They ranked to be in about the 60s and being offensively efficient, and then in defense. Also in the, in the 70s, recruiting, not great. Uh, this no. past year was his first class, 57th in the recruiting class. That five and seven record, you got to fire somebody, someone, or we will fire you. I'm giving you a two. Sure, I, um, you know, I originally had him at a three, but I'm I'm going to change that to a two just mm-hmm. because the <clears throat> the drop off of so 2017 was when I don't know Rich Rodriguez number two Rich was Rodriguez there was there yeah uh, offense offense points per game almost 40 uh, ranked tenth in the country. Um, and then Texas A&M, Kevin Sumlin is supposed to be an offensive coordinator, uh, offensive coach. He came from Houston, worked some magic at, at College Station, and only put in 28 points a game. Yeah, he came in there with Khalil Tate, who the previous season was was rocking and rolling in the month of October. And then he, everyone's like, oh, someone came in with uh, Johnny Menzel yeah. and beat everybody. So uh, they pulled the wool over the sheep's eyes over one Matt Hankins <laughs> who picked Arizona to win the Pac-12. You bought in, Hankins. Are you still buying in on Sumlin now? For the shit I had to eat mm-hmm. on this podcast because what no, he no, no, did, no. I wanted this. I wanted to give him a zero. That is what I wanted. <laughs> mm-hmm. But again, we all know that I take this very seriously. He better fire somebody's ass. Or I can tell you this time, it won't be Krill who sends the fucking letter brick <laughs> through his window. It will be me personally. I will personally throw the brick through this son of a bitch's window for what he did to me. Speed references be damned. He will be out on his ass. Yeah, it's uh, it's not working. Um, I uh, something's got to change. I mean, five and seven. This would is you the, say that someone has to change? Someone's got to change. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we talked about um. One of the divisions in the Big Ten last week. The Someone's West. got to step up and, mm-hmm. and and take, uh, you know, take advantage of it being a down, uh, a downtime for that division. Just like Florida had a chance when Georgia was down a couple years ago, or at least in transition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Kentucky had a chance this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone has to do it in. Someone's got to do mm-hmm. it in mm-hmm. in the in the Pac-12 as a whole because. As we'll come to find out, it's just a garbage fire. Yeah, you. we always hear that Arizona is sort of this hotbed, a sleeping giant of, you know, milk and honey of football recruits and, you know, all the co-eds there are like wearing bikinis to class and whatnot. You're right by Southern California. But it, it, we've never in our lifetimes seen no. any sustained success at no. either school. I think one time ASU cracked the top ten. Yeah. Like, um, all right, so... There's got to be another Arizona coach around here, right? Yeah, we're going to move down to Arizona State and one Herman Edwards, who in year one surprised me, surprised Sean. Did not surprise me. Oh, did not. He surprised me and Hankins. You and Hankins wanted to fire him before he coached a practice. That's true. true. (laughs) Both of y'all gave him a one before his first practice We did, and I'm going to say I was wrong on that. So I'm upgrading this guy after a 7-6 and record to we're just going to stay the course. 
A seven and six is pretty good. We would like to see much more success in year two, though. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I felt disappointed in last year because he did not give me the craziness that I thought. I mean, he was a guy who was upset that the uh, that the Sun Devils was the name of the team mm-hmm. he coached, but he never really followed up on that, and it looks like his weird CEO thing essentially worked. I mean, they were only a game or two out of winning their division, so stay the course, number three. Does Arizona State call their cheerleading squad the Sun Angels? I don't know what they're called. Maybe the Sun Sluts. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Sluts is spelled with two Zs, one on the beginning and one on the end. Zluts. Mm-hmm. Like Zaxby's mm-hmm. Zluts. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jesus. So, $2 million, Herm Edwards, Arizona State, who cares, whatever. If you are Arizona State and you are going to hire a 63-year-old coach in 2018, Mm-hmm. Who hadn't coached a game in 15 years. It's been a while since he was with the Jets. You're clearly not... You're not looking to bridge a gap. Like, uh, your superstar coach left you unexpectedly in the middle of the offseason. So you just got to find somebody to bridge a gap and, and make and make it through 2018. And then we'll see who's out there and see if we can stabilize sure, our coaching sure, staff. Yeah. Um, if you hire a 63-year-old Herm Edwards who hasn't coached a game in 15 years in 2018, then you are not committed to success. And if you come out of... 2018 with a seven and six record that's the best you can hope for uh they made a bowl i don't know if they won i don't give a shit if they won sure stay the course yeah i think that's pretty fair we will now move to the university of california at berkeley justin wilcox who uh 42 years old makes 1.5 million dollars i think he did he come over from uh no, I'm thinking Sonny Dykes. Never mind. So he's only been there for two years. A five and seven record his first year, seven and six his past <laughs> year. Um, as far as for me, for me, and I know he had improvement in year two, I got to give this due to two. Only because offensively, things have fallen off the wagon there. Before he was there at uh, California in 2016, the year prior to him taking over, the offensive re- offense was ranked like number 30. Mm. He takes over. They drop to 91st. And then this past year, they drop all the way to 124. Less than 20 points a game. But on the flip side, he does have some salty defenses. But you got to have offense, baby. Got to have offense. So it's a two for me. You're firing, there, firing the offensive coordinator so you can make a run, Wilcox. So people will be like, oh, give me that Wilcox, baby. It's, give it to me. Give me that Wilcox. It's It's... Look, look, I'm going to change mine to a two right now, and I'm not going to add anything on top of it. This is just off the strength of what Free just said. It was so well done, I, I'm siding with Free. Because we all want that Wilcox. It's coaches It's coaches like Justin Wilcox who um, have made the Pac-12 into what they are today. Um, they Pac-12 used to be known for high-scoring offenses, and if California can't put together 20 points a game – to put that in perspective, they're scoring less than four points more than Rutgers. Yeah, that's not great. Not a good look. Not great. He's it's, a, it's not going to get the eyeballs on the TV screens, which is a lot of Pac-12's problem. They're, yeah, for they're sure. on late at night, but if you put up 20, 24 points a game, I ain't staying up for it. No, hell no. He's a two for me. Mm, two's across the board. So last year he was all threes because he was a newbie, and this year we want to see some fireworks out of you, Cox. I want to see that Cox fire away with some juicy points. So let's move. 
a little bit northward to Mario Cristobal at Oregon, <sighs> who is entering in his second full year coming up in 2019. His first full year with the Reigns, they went nine and four. Um, you know, for me, this is just a three. I'm not not sold on him, but he didn't do anything to ruin his reputation in year one for me. You wanted to fire the coordinators before he coached a game. He the only reason he got a two for me last year is he coached the bowl game last oh, year, yeah. and it was a piss poor for performance. Yeah. So I wanted him to get rid of everyone and start anew, which he didn't do. So shame on me. Yeah, I mean, it looks like, it looks like he put together a pretty good recruiting class. So yeah, number seven. Um, he I think he has. I mean, he's. He's Florida. He has Florida cred, so it's not like he's a he's a homegrown kid out uh, all the way out there in Oregon. But um, I like him. You know, he uh, there there were whispers when Miami had their opening that they they yeah. flirted with him. Yeah, because they flirted. They got Willie Taggart after one year at Oregon, and people thought Mario Cristobal would be the next transplant after one year at Oregon. But he stayed. And uh, Oregon, it, it's it's paying off for him so far. Nine and four is is good as they try and claw back to the. Glory days of the Chip Kelly administration. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, a seven, a seventh place recruiting class is incredible for them. Yeah. at this point mm-hmm. in their in in their in their program, uh, thirty two points a game is great. You know he's he's forty eight years old. Uh, fun fact: um, he was the starting center in the nineteen ninety three Sugar Bowl against Alabama. Yeah, January first. He's, 1st, he's a former Hurricane. That's true, and a former Alabama offensive line coordinator. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's three for me as well. Hankins, will you give this guy any cred? Look into your Cristo ball. I'm flirting with a four here because I do think that nine and four record, based on what Oregon has turned into, um, is actually pretty good. Uh, but he did have, you know, a likely first round. Uh, who is who, who is coming back? Who's coming back? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Who is coming? That's what I'm saying. So I'm not ready to give him mm-hmm. credit for that mm-hmm. just yet. He did have sort of a, a cheat code that someone else had brought there. So it is it is a three, but, you know, a, a three with a bullet is what it yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, if he can if he can beat Auburn in week one this this year, uh, this upcoming season yeah. and then put together a pretty good showing, I mean, there's, there's no other team in the Pac-12 that he can't beat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to quote a genius, if you do it twice, I'll be nice. Mm-hmm. And give you that rice. Mm-hmm. Which we hope will suffice. And mm-hmm. beans. So that's pretty three threes across the board. That's threes across the board. Good. We will now move to their in-state rival, Oregon State, who is na- who is coached <coughs> by the boringly named Jonathan Smith. Boring. Two first names. Two first names. Hate it. <laughs> um, he's in his second year. His first year was not a success. They went two and ten. Defensively, they were at the bottom of the barrel with 47.5 points per game given up. Not a great look. So for me, this is this is easy. You got to fire the D coordinator and you got to mix it up because two and ten ain't gonna fly. Hankins, I'm giving him a three um, because I think everybody involved in that season last year should have to continue to suffer this shit that they're doing. I want them to all have to ride their contracts out and just sit there in the filth that they have created in Corvallis. Also. <laughs> I just, I just, so it is a three, but the, the three in this case is yeah, a, it's a spiteful three. three. I just, yes, it's a spite. I just three. don't know what, like schools like Oregon state, but they're the beavers. You get it. You want beaver and need beaver. Stop. We ha- got beaver. Stop having an athletic department. 
There's no point. Like, yeah, just stop it. When stop you it. hang your hat on having Steven Jackson for three years, I guarantee you there's still talk. There's probably a statue to Steven Jackson and Corvallis. Um, two and nine, uh, atrocious. Two and ten, an atrocious Who record. didn't even make the first round of the Halls of Halls. No, no, <laughs> not at all. Um, I mean, he's 40 years old. This is The only reason why he's, he's not a, a one for me is because it's his second year and... I just <laughs> you gotta see what the kid can do. It's you gotta say what that kid. Can I do. guess, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. Give him the keys. He's he's a two for me. Yeah, I think that's fair. Last year we gave him threes. This year we're a little bit downgrading him. Two two twos and a three for one Jonathan Smith. Now let's move to my man crush at the University of Stanford. My head coach in waiting for the University of Alabama, David Shaw, who has been at Stanford since 2011 in 82 and 26 record. Two first names. Oh, man. Ugh. I mean, really, anybody's two yeah, first names. Um, they, they haven't. Uh, two years ago, they were the Pac-12 representative in the Pac-12 title game. This year, they were not. But the past three years, the records have been 10-3, and three, followed up by 9-5 and five last year, to followed up to 9-4 and four last year, this past year. So always flirting with 9 or 10 wins. For me, this is just a 3. He makes $4.3 million a year. You got to hold on to this guy because when Nick Saban retires, I am rolling in. Out of here. With Dennis a, Miller. With, <laughs> I'm rolling over there with a Learjet filled with, a his, Learjet. with his favorite foods and drinks and, and taste in women or men <laughs> to make sure, sure he comes on that plane and flying it straight to Tuscaloosa. He's going to come on that mm-hmm. plane. Shaw T he will be. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be saying, what's up, shoddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's a three for me. We aren't going to extend the contract because he's got he, to gotta have a little bit more breakthrough. But I, I want him to stay, though. Yeah, so, something something happened something something happened on the way to heaven here in the past four or five years in, in Stanford where they've kind of throttled down to an expected 11-12 wins every season, mm-hmm. counting the bowl game and conference championship. And now it's, you know, 9-10 is fine and... Uh, it continue to will it will continue to be for for Stanford. Um, yeah, he's a three for me. You're, you're paying a lot of money, but also it's it's he's not, worth it though. He's worth it. You know, it's a it's a higher. Uh, it's the Harvard of the West. It's a higher standard say. of education. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's tougher for you know to get good players there. So, um, yeah, three for me. I am done with his boy. <laughs> it is a one. Bordering on a Whoa. zero because enough is enough. What? We just spent the last 15 minutes talking about how shitty this conference mm-hmm. Fair is. Fair enough. Um, he is making the most money. Um, he's been there long enough. They have proven they can recruit. That dipshit out there, Jim Harbaugh, was able to win some games out there, so it can't be that He's hard. He's 82-20. I'm done with this. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, and those, those 20 are every important fucking game he ever mm. played. Every one of them. They are the kings of the, oh, that guy should have won the Heisman running back, Toby Gerhardt, Peg Leg Bates from last year. Um, he had his guy coming back. He had everything. Andrew Luck played out there. They've had talent. They've had every opportunity to make some noise in that conference. And every year they find a way to shit the bed where it means the most. 
I'm done with it. Why pay $4 million when you can not, when clearly in this conference, you could pay two and still win nine measly ass games. Get out of here, David Shaw. Get out. The game has passed you by. You are So you want finished. to shaw him the door is what you're saying. I do want to yeah, shaw you know, him Hank, the door. You, you do have a point. I mean... And there will be no redemption. He's got he's got 12, uh, 12 of his twenty six losses are in the past three years. Mm. Um, that's mm. basically double the the pace of losing games. Mm-hmm. Um, so, didn't they open the season in Australia or something this year and just get absolutely torched? I mean, they were embarrassed. I th- for some reason I remember the Australia game as like a boring like six to three game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's sort of the style they play. Maybe that was it. Maybe it was the maybe it was the second week when they came back and everybody was well, like, well, time we zone. Go to Australia, you know how that but, goes? Ooh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, but no, I'm I'm done with this middle and around shit, man. So you want them to break through? Who? <sighs> no, I definitely see it. Um... Also, he lets that band run wild, yeah, and that really yeah, bothers me. The band me. and the tree—it's like a different tree outfit, like every year. That tree creeps me the hell out. That's that is the Momo of college football. Really? <laughs> don't put don't put I eyeballs want a coach on the tree. Who will put a stop to their? You horse know what? Shit. Don't put eyeballs. I want on a tree. coach in there who will put who will grab that program by the reins, and he'll put a stop to all this silliness. Stanford beat Rice sixty-two to seven in two thousand seventeen in Sydney, Australia. Mm. That was the last. And okay. only, oh no, one of two games played in Australia. What was the other one? Uh, California beat Hawaii 51-31 to 31 in 2016. Wow. Hmm. So, wow. Oh, this is actually interesting. The 2016 game, California-Hawaii, attracted 61,247 people to the Sydney College Football Cup mm-hmm. at ANZ Stadium. I, I'm assuming ANZ and Alliance is the same stadium. I have no idea. Anyway, last year basically half that went to the went to the game. Huh. Well, f- oh, I know. I don't want to go out there and see that Aborigine coach football. I don't want to see it. I oh, know. Boy, I'm gonna drink a Foster's Australian for beer. Right? That's what they say. <laughs> I gotta tell you, <laughs> both both y'all's Australian accents are fantastic. So let's move from talking about the down under and actually proceed down under to the southern part of California, to the University of California in Los Angeles, and one Chip Kelly, who's entering in it, who's entering his second year with UCLA, his first year, very rocky, sure. three and nine. The only highlight was somehow beating USC. So there was a little bit of shine at the end of the season, but overall, a pretty miserable performance. He's, on, he's 55 years old and makes around $3 million. For me... Uh, it's what, tough. Why can't UCLA get anything together? Get it together? I don't know. It's been decades. It's literally been decades. I mean, every year they talk about well, they, they've got they've got a good team together. They've got the coaching staff mm-hmm. in place. They've got Norm. They've hired Norm Chow sixteen different fucking times yeah. as offensive mm-hmm, coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand. Like they they always have the personnel there, quote unquote. They always have the players there, quote unquote, with money too. And they, they, they never, want to win. They never win the games. Three mm-hmm. and nine. Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly was. Was the one who brought Oregon to the national championship mm-hmm. twice? Uh, who was the coach when they played Florida State? That was uh, that was the new. The other or that guy. was the playoffs. Yeah, um, that was the guy after Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly was there when they lost to Auburn, though. You know, Ch- uh, Chip Kelly then went to Philadelphia, bottomed out there, mm-hmm. but Nick Saban bottomed out in the, in the mm-hmm. Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the 49ers wanted him as their head coach. Yeah. Uh, we wanted him as our offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Thank Christ that didn't happen. Three mm-hmm. and nine. You know, it's been some ups and downs. Uh, what was the name of the guy that used to coach the Falcons that was UCLA's coach? He didn't leave him with a stock cover. Jim Mora. Say. Yeah, Jim Mora Jr. Jim Mora. So for me, I'm going to upgrade him. I had him as a two, but I forgot about Jim Mora. 24 points a game. Although Chip My Kelly, God. those are two first names. Two first names, Chip Kelly. Yeah, that's it's still a two. It's yeah. still a two Were you me. about to give him a three? <laughs> I was about to give him a three. No, no. Jim Mora Jr. Jammed it up. Playoffs. Yeah. Hankins, what say you? He inherited a program that had just lost a superstar, uh, punchable quarterback. Um, he didn't have anything to work with. They did start off terribly. It's a three for right now. I think last year was basically a wash. Um, and again, this conference is super easy, and he knows how to work this conference. So I Does think he? he's definitely their best shot. Oh, I mean, he did pretty good up in Eugene. He for was a long forty. Time. Yeah, I feel he was like forty-six he, and seven at Oregon. That's pretty good. He more than doubled his loss total this year alone. Yeah, that's a, it's like that's a Lovey Smith move to. That's a total. Lovey Smith. Yeah, mm-hmm. two first names, mm-hmm. zero first names, <laughs> zero first names. <laughs> and I mean, he he runs a very specific uh, scheme that was very different from what was there. He does need a couple of cycles to get his kind of players. Um, so he's got a two-year runway for me, um, just because I mean on on what he did at Oregon alone. I feel like if you succeed like that in Oregon, you can probably do okay. Such an apologist for liberals in Los Angeles. Apparently. So what what do you say, Sean? Was it a two or a three? He's a two. He's a two. So two twos and, and a three. The, the only reason why he's not a one is because it's his second year. That seems fair. So we'll move across town to where someone will definitely be on the hot seat this season. Clay Helton at USC, he's 46 years old, makes probably around $4 million a year. This past season, they went 5-7. and seven. Definitely a drop-off from the two previous uh, seasons where they went 11-3 and three and 10-3. and three. So that 5-7 and seven record. And he fired a whole bunch of his coordinators, tried to get uh, what's-his-face Ryan Gosling look-alike that oh, yeah. is and now he- coaching the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Cliff he- Kingsbury, he-, he had him for a couple weeks. For like a week, yeah. a week or two. I'd like to have him for a week, a week or two. But anyway, it's going to be pretty much, I think this season is definitely his bellwether to see whether or not he makes the grade. Um, For me, it's a two. I know he's already fired his coordinators, but it was the right move. He has to do something to sort of reinvigorate that program. So he's got to get up to 10 wins this season or he'll be gone. Yeah, I mean, I so the, the bottom kind of dropped out this season. I think this was a... I mean, I don't want to say one-off because I think he should have been fired at the end of sure. this past season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people were surprised when he wasn't fired mm-hmm. at the end of last season. But to go 10-3, and 11-3, and, and then 5-7, and seven, you can't let that happen. Um, you know, pe- uh, recruiting uh, number six recruiting class in 2017, number th- top three recruiting class the year after that, and all the way down to 19. That's nothing to sneeze at, but still, that's a that's a huge drop. Points, is- points per game, uh, you know drop 25%. Yeah. It's it's rough and when you have the guy that they didn't hire winning 10 games at LSU, mm-hmm. it's not a good comparison. Yeah, this is these this is his program now. He's been there since 2015. The yep. sanctions are over. These are supposed to be his players and his system. So I think you're right. Somehow he skated by by not being fired last year. But I want to hear what Hankins says. Hankins would you fire him even before the first game of the season kicks off or let him have another run? He's a 
bum. Ooh. Get out, you bum. He's he he was an interim guy who weaseled his way in, and the only reason they didn't get fired this year is because because Lin Swan in the army now. Son-in-law, (laughs) son-in-law. Polly Shore is dead. I was gonna say that one. Okay, (laughs) Hankins, go ahead. Clay Helton, what were you saying? Bum. Uh, The only reason he didn't get fired is because the uh, Lin Swan is a worse. Uh, athletic director than he is a coach, and that's saying something. This is ridiculous. They have underperformed. Even the eleven and three record from the year prior was an underperformance. There's no reason they should be the Alabama of this conference. We've look up and down this thing. We're talking about Washington, stupid yeah. Washington, being the the uh, you hate Washington so the much. Best team in this conference. That's what we're talking about with USC. You ought to be able to roll the balls out at uh-huh. USC and go and get 10 wins. Five and seven is ridiculous. Lane, They could have kept Lane Kiffin if this is what they wanted, and at least it would have been exciting. Yeah. He's a bum. He doesn't fit. His dumb southern accent doesn't fit out there. The players make fun of him. Snoop Dogg hates him. Get out. When you've lost Snoop Dogg. When you've lost Snoop yeah, Dogg. Yeah, I know – when you've lost, I know Snoop in November Dogg. they were flying planes over the stadium of you know Fire Clay Helton, and then whenever he'd be shown on the jumbotron, they were you know booing him like it was Hitler up there. So his his patience is definitely worn thin with the fan base. So if he doesn't have a big year, I think uh, it'll be a big time replacement. It'll be a cushy gig, uh, probably one of the best ones in the country if it becomes available. Um, he better park a car at LAX every time true. they get on a plane. That's what they did poor Kiffin. Uh, now let's move to the dean of the Pac-12, Kyle Winningham, who has been at Utah since Urban Meyer left in 05. Long time. Long t- first time, long time. Man. Um, <laughs> he, based on the numbers, it looks like he's at the top scale of the Pac-12 coaches, at least on publicly available data. He makes about $4.4 million a year, which is number one in the conference. Um, no, he, that's uh, that's Peterson. Oh, I'm looking at the wrong line. 3.8, yeah. Ew. So 3.8, which I think is fair. This past year, they broke through, uh, and they finally won the Pac-12 South yeah. after joining the conference three or four years ago. They went 9-5. and five. They lost to Washington in the Pac-12 title game. I think it's just a three for me. No one's going to come for this guy, so don't extend the contract. Don't give him any more money. He's a good fit. He wants to be there, so it's a three. Yeah, I mean, he's a three for me. It, he he basically had the same record as Stanford. Let's call it tying for sure. Tying for third in the conference. Mm-hmm. Same record as Stanford and Oregon. They played one more game, I guess. Um, oh yeah, they lost the conference yeah, championship. That's why it's he lost the mm-hmm. so, championship um, game. It, it's a three for me. You know, they're obviously playing, I guess, a higher level of competition as opposed then to the last conference. Then they used to be the Mountain West, sure. Um, you know, their points per game, keeping pace with the other yeah. ho-hum teams. So, yeah, he's a three for me. He's 59. He'll be there as long as he wants. Oh, that's so ripe, though. You know, it's very ripe. Mm-hmm. It's a ripe old age. Uh, yeah, I mean, 120 yeah, it, and 61. It's a three yeah. for me. Yeah, three for me, too. He's Hashtag he's Kurt too. France in Utah. Just keep on, you know, keep riding. Nothing embarrassing's happened. Um, they they 
they rise up and beat somebody they shouldn't every year. They lose to somebody they shouldn't every year. Um, but it's fairly consistent. And, I mean, hell, he got Utah into the Pac-12. So, yeah, keep riding. Seems pretty fair. So now let's move to Mr. Moneybags himself. Mr. Moleybags. Mr. Mr. <laughs> Moleybags. <laughs> I forget that this guy has a mole. Like it's not that prominent. It's not like it was prominent enough to put it on his claymation figure in that Allstate in, commercial. In that commercial, <laughs> but it's not like a what's his face in Austin Powers Molly three. Fred Savage. Yeah, Fred Savage with that savage mole. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> two this, first names. Mm, that's true. Two savage mole. <laughs> uh, Chris Peterson at the University of Washington has been there since 2014 after leaving Boise State. He makes the four point. $4 million that I thought was being paid to Utah, but my eyes were wandering. Um, you get that wandering eye. He's been v- very consistent. The past three seasons, 2016, 12-2, made it to the playoffs that year. Uh, 2017, 10-3. and 3. 2018, they won the Pac-12, played in the Rose Bowl, and lost to Ohio State. Uh, but 10-4, and 4, fairly consistent. Puts together usually a top 15 recruiting class every year. Um has a very staunch defense. Defensively, they're always like in the top 10. Uh, offensively, eh, they're okay. This past year was kind of a, a bit of a step back. Uh, for me, I think you got to ink this guy a little bit longer of a deal just because of uh, what he's done. Three straight 10-win seasons, winning the Pac-12 two out of three years. Um, and he brings no embarrassment to the conference. Well, that mole. Except for the mole, which should be like, uh, use some of this $4.4 million to like get zap some, that thing. You gotta zap it. Zap it or get a falcon or something to rip it off. Zap to it.com. Uh, it's a four. I think you gotta keep this guy, lock him in. Hankins. I mean, if you like just being regular, sure. No, I mean, it's a three for me because I think it'll be a three this year, then it'll be a two Whoa. next year, and then a one Whoa. the year after that. <laughs> The the magic has worn off. Mm. He had two years ago a quarterback that that could have come out and went into the NFL, but decided to come back to college, um, and somehow he regressed. He got worse. Um, again, this conference is dumb and easy. Ten wins is not ten wins would be somewhere else. Um, he played a few good teams. He's lost just about all those games. He he lost to stupid Auburn this year. Yeah, they, they lost to a this single year. possession game to, to Auburn, and they lost to a single possession game to Ohio State in the, the book-in yeah. game. So yeah. he, he's there, Hank, because he's close. He's close. You know, he went 92-17 and 17 at Boise State. Pretty good. Um, and he was – everybody went after him year after year mm-hmm. after year. Mm-hmm. He stayed there for nine, ten mm-hmm. years. I don't think he's going to go anywhere at Washington because he has it very good. He keeps – he keeps getting somehow those uh, very quick, very uh, very strong secondaries mm-hmm. in there year after mm-hmm. year. I think that's why he keeps his how he keeps his team under twenty points a game. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more improvement in, in offensive production, but ten and four, ten and three, twelve and two after three years played Alabama for three and a half quarters in the mm-hmm. playoffs a couple mm-hmm. years ago. <clears throat> he's a three for me only because he's already making almost four and a half million dollars. I think that's fair. And wrapping up the Pac-12, cross-state rival Mike Leach, who this year was on the precipice of having a great year. They still finished 11-2, and but yeah, they, had lost, a great year. they lost in a snowstorm to Washington, uh, so they didn't win the, the Pac-12 North. Um, but the past three years, 8-5, and 9-4, and 11-2. Um, offensively, they're always putting up 30-something points a game. Last year, I extended his contract. So this year, I can't extend it twice in a row. 
It's it's a three for me. I think this guy, he's a good fit there. I know he's quirky. He posts right wing stuff on Twitter, but you got to keep keep we'll, him keep him happy. We'll get there in a second. But um, it's just a three. I'm not I'm not extending it or giving him more money. Hankins, what say you? I am going to extend that contract again because he's the best thing they've had since uh, Artie's Angels was there, and I think they'll keep doing what they're doing. He knows how to get players to come there that can do his thing. He did get a little lucky this year that a, a hot transfer hit the market, but um, we're playing in a world now where there's always going to be a hot transfer on the market, it seems. Um, I think he is uniquely situated to operate up there. He can be crazy because nobody's paying that close of, det- of attention to him. And the if, if the liberal East Coast media mm-hmm. gets mad at him for something he says, they're not going to be bothered by it. In That's Portland. true. They're just going to let him rock and roll. So keep it rolling. Uh, it's t- he's either a one or a three for me. Um, I'm giving him a. Th- <laughs> he's. Gi- I'm giving him a three with an asterisk. I'm reserving the right to fire him at any moment's notice because he is literally one send tweet button away from saying Hitler had some good ideas. He's on that press from he's digging on the cusp. from digging. Not had some good ideas, but hey, you got to give it to him. He sure could gin up a lot of people really quickly. That's like true. bringing up the birther shit mm-hmm. this past year mm-hmm. for no fucking reason. How do you think that affects recruiting in a sport where it doesn't? Yeah, they're they're always going to be in the fifties. It, it doesn't. They're, gonna, they're never going to get the the a top ten class ever. His shtick is bordering on Mike Gundy level of bullshit. For me. But he's got them wins, baby. He's got wins. He's got the wins in the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Great job. That's why he's a three. Because mm-hmm. he won mm-hmm. 11 games. Um, 49 and 40. Stellar stellar record at the school, let me but tell you. the past three years, he inherited a mess. He's, he's not three. Mike Price, which means he's a three for me. I'll okay. leave it at that. Okay. But he is, he is one tweet away from really saying some ridiculously stupid shit. That You're Telling me he's one tweet away from being the president of the country? Yeah. Is that what I'm hearing from you? The president's doing a great job, too, let me tell you. <laughs> and that ends the Pac-12. Uh, overall, there's not as much hiring and firing as previous conferences. No. Uh, not a lot of hiring and firing. However, probably the lowest average... Yeah, overall. <laughs> but everybody sucks. We just decided everybody here one sucks. Fi- two firings, both from Hankins, David Shaw for some reason, and Clay Helton. <laughs> two of the, the biggest names he yeah. wants out of there. Get him out. But yeah, this uh, definitely no statues, though. This conference has, doesn't, hasn't done a whole lot nationally to, to deserve that, and no one's done anything no terrible enough last year either. to be have a brick throw, thrown through the window either. No, it's just, it's just boring. I... I mean, you know, we we heard time after time that, you know, half of California didn't even know the Rams were in the Super Bowl. They just don't give a shit about yeah. the sport. And when they get their cho- what when they get their big chance on the national stage when Washington played Auburn, Washington could have won the game and didn't. Yeah. Uh, this next season, when Auburn plays Oregon, if you want any sort of interest, and Auburn wasn't even using the good play. Yeah, I forgot Hankins. If there's any sort <laughs> really of pizzazz in the conference. Oregon has to win that game, or after week one, the Pac-12 will be written off, and they won't have any playoff talk or anything. And that that's just... And Peterson will blame ESPN It's true. It. Oh, yeah, what was Peterson saying? Like, it's they don't get any TV coverage? Yeah, because of the... They, they don't get the cool TV so windows. So, play, play your games at 12 noon East Pacific, Pacific time. time. Yeah. 
and you'll you'll go up against the SEC every yeah, single Saturday. Just do it. People will eyeballs will switch over because when Alabama plays on the SEC on the CB, the CBS game, half those games are unwatchable after halftime. Yeah, because they'll be beating Tennessee like forty two to seven. Um, so do it, man. Uh, Arizona plays Texas Tech. UCLA plays Oklahoma se- September fourteenth. Stanford Northwestern, Ooh. Arizona State, Michigan State. USC Notre Dame every year. USC mm-hmm. Fresno State, Stanford Notre Dame, Washington State Houston, Stanford UCF, and Oregon yeah, Auburn. I think it, the a lot of those have some <coughs> pizzazz, but the only teams that'll be sort of ranked will be Auburn and Notre Dame. Notre Dame. I mean, Stanford UCF will be a fun game to watch. Everybody in the world will be rooting for UC uh, Stanford. Mm-hmm. Um, Dan- Dana Holgerson versus Mike Leach is going to be a fun game. Yeah, when Houston plays Washington State, a lot of points. Yeah. Uh, UCLA, Oklahoma, no, that'll be over no halfway way. through the first quarter. But yeah, there there are some chances for the Pac-12 to rise up. Yeah. Um, Hashtag rise up. Yeah. That's it for the Pac-12. That's it, baby. Um, big week. Next week. Finally. The SEC. 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 Where it just means more. I don't know. I, we can do a little bit of a preview, but Nick Saban, I'm just no, saying. we don't need a preview. I'm just saying, Nick Saban. One. It's it's not looking good for you. It's not a six. <laughs> it's not a six. You're on notice, mm. buddy. Mm-hmm. You're on notice. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, that's it. 109 of Throw the Flag. 110. 110 that's CX, right. Yeah, man. 110. Uh, throw the Flag. Um, Sponsored by the Weasel. Sp- <laughs> I am surprised we can only come up with four or five Pauly Shore movies. What else? We'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Uh, visit visit the website, ttfnetwork.com. If you'd like to support us in a more personal way, go to patreon.com slash ttf, p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash ttf. That's Tango Tango Foxtrot. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Rate, review, subscribe. Goodbye.
Come on home.